today I'm going to talk about my biggest achievements in 2023, uh, which is something that makes me feel pretty uncomfortable, which is exactly why I'm recording this podcast. I'm great at being critical of myself um, and I kind of fell into the trap this year of feeling like I haven't achieved anything. Like it's been, as I'll go into in a bit, it's been a very big year in my life and not necessarily in a positive way it's been quite a traumatic year um so I kind of feel like oh well you know didn't really actually achieve much let's put my focus into 2024 but I think that is a real downfall of my personality and it's very easy for us to do and for us to just think well you know this year was a bit crap um so you know, let's just focus on the next one. But if we do that, then we're never actually going to address the good things and we're not going to feel encouraged in the next year. And as soon as something goes wrong in 2024, you're going to be like, well, it's like last year, I failed, I'll wait till 2025. So here are my biggest achievements. um, And some you may feel are bigger than others. And that's fine. This isn't for anyone's opinion. It's just for me to kind of force myself to share and identify my wins and hopefully make you realise that, um, you know, you can identify your own as well and and some things they might seem very small uh, but as long as they're making a positive difference in your life then and helping you move towards who you want to be then that's yeah that's good enough so all of these things are wins because they've either pushed an aspect of my life forwards or they have been a big deal to get through and I'm going to categorize them into two different things so I'm going to do work achievements and personal achievements so we'll start with the work because I'm a bit nervous to do the personal <laughs> so I feel like work is easier to talk about so we have a couple of things going on so I'm assuming most people that are listening to this podcast know on the whole what I do for work. Um, so my main thing is that I have an online fitness business, Train With Abs Limited, and that's been going for years now. Um, yeah, love it. Love my clients. That's great. Um, I also have an in-person PT business in Melbourne, and then I also have a business I think no one really knows about, um, and it's to kind of do with personal finances. So it's not a massive thing. It's more like a passion project so that's essentially what I'm talking about when I talk about work so some of these things are to do with like revenue I think it's very easy to put your success in terms of like numbers how much am I earning but for me it's that's really not been the big focus over the last year so these are actually more kind of things that I'm just really pleased that I did so first one um, I built my in-person PT business in Melbourne to where I wanted it to be I absolutely love coaching my clients I have actually brought most of my clients into the gym myself so a lot of them found me on social media so they are so aligned with me we get on so well and it's just like half the time I'm coaching friends it's literally the best thing ever so I really really love that and my schedule was great too at the beginning I was working ridiculous hours or just taking whatever I could get and so you know I'd have sessions at 4am three times a week and I'd be there till 9pm whereas now my schedule is pretty much as good as it can get for me Um, because I'm very busy so it's a bit difficult to fit everything in so I go in four mornings a week I don't start before 6am anymore and I go in two evenings I think eventually I'll get rid of the evenings but like I said I love my clients so I don't want to be in a position where I have to drop anyone so really happy with that Um, and it's at the point now where I don't really see my in-person business progressing any further like I don't Uh, that's not really what I want to do with it for me it's to get me out the house it's because I love my clients I also love so many of the PTs at my gym so it's a big social thing for me as well more than the money side so my goal really for next year is just I'm not meant to be talking about goals but my goal is to just pretty much maintain it because I you know at, at some point probably I will have to stop so I'm just enjoying it for as long as I'm able to do it so second thing work-wise uh, is my third business has been a success without me really trying, uh, which is kind of, 
here and there. So I have been trying in the way of basically it's a, um, essentially I have like a personal brand on TikTok to do with money, to do with finances, uh, personal finance, business investing, etc. Um, and it's quite a passive way of me making income, which I'm very not used to, right? Because all of my coaching stuff is very, very labor intensive. Um, and quite emotionally draining as well. So uh, one of the main ways that I make money on this business is through things like referral links. So things that I just genuinely recommend people will kind of uh, join and I only recommend things that are free anyway. I don't want people to sign up to things where they've got to pay money. Um, and then I'll get a little bit of money, but because I, it's never much, it's normally like a dollar or something per person, but because I have created some really good content that's gone pretty viral, um, I've ended up earning quite a lot of money from that so that's been really really great it's not been a priority and honestly I'm quite sporadic with it so I don't treat it like a proper business but essentially it is um but it's just something that can't take up too much of my focus so it's like I'm happy with what I've achieved with it and I haven't even really tried to achieve much I've just kind of like put it out there when I have time when I've got the energy for it see what happens and considering the amount of time I've put into it it's actually been a really big success so I'm proud of myself with that because obviously I've built my platform online over a couple of years um, and really I do not have the reach online especially on Instagram that I had a couple of years ago because I stopped posting for pretty much a year there's lots of stuff that happened so I've always kind of felt like I wanted to do something completely different like different topic no one in the personal finance space knows who I am and to see if I can build myself another platform to show that actually it wasn't just like the first time I can do it again about something completely different on a completely different platform and I've done that so I'm proud of myself for that so the third thing um, I've actually dropped my ego um, and I invested in business mentoring uh, well technically this week uh, pretty much for 2024 so there is a company that I have watched for about a year um, and I really like how they work. I really like what they do. So speaking to them and um, yeah, and, and all signed up and ready to go. So it's a bit of a, an interesting one because where I'm at in my business is is quite beyond normally where people are when they start with this company. So I'm coming in at a higher level, but um, I just really need the accountability. Like I know a lot about business. I've got a lot of experience. There's obviously always stuff you can learn, but I know what I need to do to take the next steps with my business. <laughs> However, my issue is getting overwhelmed um, and not having the confidence in myself and not having the accountability. So I have said and known for years that I need to be hiring people. Like there's only so much you can do on your own and I'm just living in a constant state of burnout um, and that's not a way to run a business. That's not a business. That's working just for yourself and that's not what I want for my business. So I've invested £10,000 in this company, which is, you know, a hefty amount to, to give, but, you know, you pay attention to what you pay for. It's the same thing as investing in a coach. It's You're going to get results way better than if you're trying to do it on your own. It's just one of those things. First of all, they have the expertise, but also the accountability and the fact that you've paid for something, you're going to pay attention to what you're doing. So I'm excited to get, well, I've already got going with that, very open-minded with it. And, um, you know, although I haven't done much with them yet, just the fact that I've actually just been like, you know what? Yes, I might know what I need to do moving forwards, but I'm clearly not doing it on my own. I need someone to be like, hey, are you doing this? That for me was a really big step because I've refused to do it for so many years. So I'm really happy that I did that. Something else I did was I did a photo shoot for my business, which I have avoided for years. Anyone that uh, has followed me for a while on Instagram 
probably will know that I used to be a bit more big on the fitness influencing side of things, used to work with lots of different companies. Um, and I turned down lots of photo shoots. I, I just, even with Instagram, I just hate taking photos of myself. I hate all of that. And you may think like, well, why the hell do you have an Instagram then? You know what? I asked myself the same bloody question, but it's worked out well for me in the end. So um, yeah, I've avoided that for years. And I thought, no, you know what? I actually need some professional photos so that I can actually use that for my marketing material, especially if I'm taking things a bit more seriously now. Whereas my focus has always just been on like, how can I be the best coach ever? Whereas now I'm like, okay, actually my business needs like fine tuning. So yeah, I did the photo shoot. I didn't feel comfortable doing it. On, it's just so classic. On the day that I had it, uh, my skin broke out so badly. So I, I was just was so embarrassed, but I got it done. And for me, that was a, a big win. And the last thing is I launched my subscription. So I launched a strong program and hybrid athlete program, uh, which is basically like monthly subscriptions at a much lower price point so that it's a lot more accessible for people that are not in a position to pay for one-to-one or don't want one-to-one coaching, but just want a really, really good program. I'm very proud of the programs that I've written. I think both of them are excellent um, and just so interesting they face through so many different types of training you know we have powerlifting cycles we have cycles focused on um just pure strength we have one rep max cycles we have hypertrophy focused cycles like there's a lot going on and I'm just really really pleased with them um so yeah launching that was also a, a big thing that I'm, I'm very proud of so those are the work ones done and now we move on to the personal ones um which I, I'll start with the not the worst one, but the one that I don't want to talk about the most just because I feel like it makes some of the other ones make sense a little bit more. So I haven't spoken about this online at all and I've been toing and froing as to whether to speak about it or not. I've been scared to speak about it. I haven't really understood if I can speak about it. I haven't known how to speak about it. I've been embarrassed to speak about it. So I feel like that I'm most comfortable speaking about this on the podcast just because like the only people that are going to listen to this probably are people that actually care, you know, and actually know a bit about me rather than some random person just watching my stories um, for like the second day. So I, oh gosh, I've been, I had been in a relationship for about three and a half years, um, which unfortunately was a abusive relationship. So it was long distance for about 14 months. And then we were kind of together in person for, oh God, maybe like two and a half years, if that kind of works out maths wise. Um, and you know, it was not okay from the beginning, but it definitely got a lot worse. And I moved to Australia to be with this person. And uh, over the last year, it got really, really bad. Uh, And yeah, it was, it's completely consumed everything. Um, Like I've had to go on medication for my mental health because of it. Um, My physical health has been crap because of it. There's a lot that's happened. Essentially, the short version of the story is that um, I'm out of that now. So that's a win. Um, and that in itself is just, is just huge. Like anyone that's, well, I think a breakup is hard anyway. So let alone being in an abusive relationship where someone convinces you that they, you need them and you're completely reliant on them, you know, and you try and get them to leave and they tell you, well, you're not going to remember to even drink water if I'm not here. You know, it's a very, for an outside person, it's kind of like, well, why wouldn't you just leave? But it's very hard when they manipulate you and you have like a trauma bond with someone. So first of all, just getting out of that was a success. Second of all, I am on the other side of the world to my family and most of my friends. Um, luckily, I, you know, I'm so grateful that I um, fought against some of the things that I wasn't allowed to do. Like I stayed at the gym and I stayed with some of my friends, even though I wasn't meant to be friends with them, um, because they really, really carried me through that time, which is great. And I'm also very lucky because my best friend who is from Portugal, she was actually visiting me at the time. So she, 
yeah, carried me through this whole thing. So very lucky with the timing. So I got out that while I'm on the other side of the world to my family um, and friends, <laughs> most of them. And then on top of that, because my visa status, like I had no idea what would happen with that because I essentially applied for a partner visa. Um, so my visa status was cancelled. So I, well, still technically don't have a visa. So to get out of that situation in a country where you have a business there, you have a life there, you thought you're going to live there forever, having to leave that and have no idea what's going to happen to you is scary as hell so that was also a situation and then I was also still trying to work so still running essentially three businesses trying to not completely lose my head and pretend to everyone that I was mildly okay was really hard really hard and it it, I can't pretend that things like work and stuff weren't effective because they were like the whole I mean I don't need to go into it too much but I really reached um rock bottom you know I was in a police station suicidal and they wouldn't let me leave (laughs) because it was that bad so to have gone from that and kind of you know, there's a lot of healing to be done, but get through to where I am now and still be able to run my businesses, still be able to smile and laugh and like sort out all this stuff. And I had to, um, you know, have lots of contact with two different types of lawyers and pay them all this money. I've had to prove that not only my relationship was genuine, but also that I was abused. So imagine again, you've just experienced all this abuse and then you've got to write down every single time that the person abused you for evidence. It was a really horrible experience to go through and also very time consuming. So again, doing that whilst working, you know, there's so much more I could say about it and I probably don't need to because I think you probably get the gist. Um, but yeah, traumatizing as hell, really, really hard let's call it character building <laughs> and already my life is so much better than it's been for the last like year or more but it you know it takes time to get through these things so I think just being just even the small parts of that like getting out of that relationship or um basically not killing myself you know like it's not funny but it's just like things got so extreme all these things are little wins still being able to work still kind of just getting on dealing with lawyers like that's scary as hell um and I did it so you know and I had no no message of support from any of my ex-partners family who were the only people you know kind of family that I had here um nothing so yeah I I'm proud of myself for that and that was kind of the really the biggest thing in my year which is why I'm talking about it now like if it was a small thing I probably just like leave it out because it's not the nicest thing to talk about but uh that literally when I think about 2023 that's pretty much the thing that consumes everything because I was still achieving all these other things whilst I was in an abusive relationship um which affected me every moment of every day so I'm proud of myself for that um so kind of following on from that another win which was actually from this last weekend is that I went on a solo trip to the Gold Coast so I tried to do that in April um but my ex-partner wouldn't allow me to go so um as a kind of like F you I wanted to go by myself so I did that this weekend which for me years ago wouldn't have been a big deal I literally moved to Miami on my own when I was 20 years old um but because again when someone takes all your independence from you it makes you believe that you literally can't even look after yourself on a day-to-day basis even though that's not true to do something like that is a a really big deal so I'm really proud of myself for doing that and I actually enjoyed myself as well so that was a huge win another thing is that this year I started running again um and recently swimming and just absolutely fell in love with running and I'm enjoying the swimming too but I've only just started it again um I've been through a lot of stuff with my knee it's still not fine and I guess that's part of the wins for this year as well like yes my knee's not fixed but I've gone through a lot of crap with that as well and I've just carried on with it and just got on with it so I feel like this has been a year of perseverance and a year of resilience but you know it's uh, I'm not new to that and yeah although I'm running with a knee brace on I'm limited on how much I can do just finding this thing that really has helped me so much 
and really honestly become a coping mechanism for me not in an unhealthy way but you know if you've spent so much time feeling completely trapped and out of control of your own life because someone else is controlling it that feeling of freedom that that running's given me is is just so like money can't buy that or money couldn't buy that foot for me so really grateful to have done that and just got on with it and um yeah and enjoyed it and even stuff like going to the swimming pool on my own doesn't sound like a big deal but coming out of an abusive relationship everything's a big deal so really proud of myself for that um and I think again another thing that I'm proud of which might not seem like much to most people um but I'm really making the effort to enjoy each day and even like the small mundane things on on busy days um just being grateful for like oh I walked to work and it was sunny or oh I went and got coffee with this person you know because it's so easy to focus on on the bad um and obviously with everything that's happened I've spent a lot of time being very anxious and depressed so trying to actively make an effort to pull myself out of that and notice the good even if I'm having to notice the bad as well is something that I'm also really proud of because I refuse to be a victim to things anymore you know I want to enjoy my life and live my life that's all I've ever wanted I just want to have fun I just want to enjoy things so just making a conscious effort to get back to that place I'm also really proud of last personal thing just I don't want to go on for too long you know I'm sure there's other things I've done too but um you know I was even surprised at putting together this list because like I said I felt like it was a complete failure of a year but actually it really hasn't been and I'm in a much better position now than I was last year um is ADHD diagnosis so yeah I got diagnosed with ADHD this year and that was a bit of a interesting experience like it's I don't like having something and knowing that you've got something but actually for me it was really eye-opening and again I did all those assessments on my own I actually um had to have a, a brain scan because they thought that I had uh, a tumor in my brain but it turns out it's like uh, it was constant migraines from I guess the abuse uh, but also maybe something to do with ADHD as well um, but it really has helped me to understand myself a lot more um, understand why I think the way I think why I am the way I am and kind of appreciate it more too and learning how to harness the good parts and how to work with the bad parts so um, yeah it might sound like a bit of a weird thing to be like oh I achieved getting diagnosed with ADHD but this is something I've had for my whole life and to have that better understanding of myself I think is a huge step forward so yeah those are some of the things that I'm proud of for this year and again it's so weird for me to say those words like I'm proud of myself but this is part of my journey moving forwards with my life and and being happy and um being content with things and being my own cheerleader for once so this is everything that or not everything but these are some of the things that have made a difference to me this year um I'm also gonna do a podcast on my goals for next year so stay tuned for that but hopefully you can take a bit of time to reflect now and think about some of the things that you've achieved and it might be something small even like you know I was injured for half the year but I managed to not let it get me down and I'm still doing something you know sometimes it doesn't feel like the biggest thing ever but if it's something that's required some resilience or perseverance or just like effort from you it can still be a win so try not to be so hard on yourself because you'll probably be surprised with what you've actually achieved